Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Hi, friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. This is your host, Jamie C. I am the CEO and founder of Salt Society. I am also here with the lovely Sarah, and she is the marketing manager for Salt Society. Hey, Jane. Thanks for having me. Of course. <laughs> I'm so excited for today's content. This is a hot topic that we've been talking inside of uh, our community with, and it's been actually so highly requested that we decided to put it into the podcast. So that is what we're talking about today. Um, Sarah actually recently started talking about this topic. Um, it was something that we talk about inside of the community, inside of um, you know what we do for business education and helping facilitate hairstylists and salon owners and rentals, you know, uh, suite rentals, whether you're renting a chair instead of someone else's salon, but it's the topic of double booking. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's, it's, I almost feel like it's a little bit of a controversial topic uh, because you can either be like in the mindset that's like, this is how I make a profitable business and I'm hustling and I'm doing, and I don't pee and I don't eat and I don't do these things. And then there's also the mindset of like, I'd rather just be able to put all of my energy into one person and be able to upsell and be able to offer solutions and make a higher ticket price, but also reserve and preserve my own energy. Mm -hmm. So um, Sarah, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about what you've heard other people talking about in the community on this topic and uh, your your take on it all. Absolutely. So Obviously, I've never been behind the chair. I'm not, I'm not in the hair industry in that way. However, I have the perspective of a, a client who has gone to salons that have double booked while I was in the chair and how that made me feel as a client. Um, but also now working for Salt and seeing the other side of it, I find that there's just, you know, so much more value in an appointment when you can be one-on-one -on -one with someone and really be able to elevate your services. And I think, like you said, it's such a controversial topic because I feel like most stylists and people that are in this industry are conditioned right outside of school to not only, you know, work your, excuse my French, ass off, but accept all different types of clients, be able to do everything, not be able to just like focus on one service. You have to be able to offer everything and take everyone and accommodate everyone, even if you're fully booked and you're working over 40 hours a week because you don't want to turn people away because that's, you know, additional income. When in fact, if you look at it from the other standpoint, like you were saying of, well, if I could really focus on this one person and this is my ideal client and this is the ideal service that I want to be doing, that's actually at a larger price point than, you know, let's just say, for example, it's creative color. And right now you're double booking a bunch of root touch-ups. Well, think about how many 
root touch-ups it would take for you to make the same amount in that one creative color service. And you're not being burnt out. You're being able to give that client a one-on-one -on -one experience to upsell them on additional services, to talk about your retail products, um, to build a stronger relationship with that person versus, you know, trying to get people in and out and having them feel like, you know, they're not necessarily your priority when they're in your chair. They're just there to pay you. Um, yeah, I agree with that 100%. And I think it's, it, I think the first thing to think about when you're navigating this topic in general, like, do I resonate with feeling burnt out? Do I resonate with, yes, like what Sarah said, like I was trained to out of school, take everybody, do everything, hustle, hustle, not pee, not eat, because that's quote unquote the job and what you do. But the truth is, is like if you walked into Salt Hair, these girls are massively profitable and they are taking one client at a time and they're relaxing in between. They're sitting outside, getting fresh air, letting the sunshine hit their face. They're hydrated, they're eating well, they bring in good food and they're taking care of themselves. They're stretching. They're really focused on just that little bit of downtime so that they can recharge. And the second things start to speed up again, they feel out of alignment, they feel it's too rushed. And the point of, the first thing that I really wanted to get across was, this job has one of the biggest burnout rates, biggest, highest burnout rates, because we go, we go, we go, we go, where then all of a sudden burnt out, we feel completely depressed. We have the highest rate of alcohol use, drug use. We have people who are feeling completely um, inadequate and then feeling like they're tired and then they're resentful and then they want to get out of the industry and they don't want to do it anymore but the reason you came in this industry is because you probably love creating art in your own way so I think the first step is necessarily thinking about like do I actually really like the flow of my job right now like can can I think outside the box like that it can be different and then the second thing would be to be able to think about your mindset around it because you probably have a fixed idea of what your job looks like right now and that it's almost not possible to get to the other side. And that's the thing about belief systems and the ideas that we carry within ourselves is that our belief systems are our truth. And if you believe that your clients aren't gonna do well with it or if that you weren't, aren't gonna succeed, that's most likely the energy that you're walking into. Now, Sarah, I'd love to hear, and so we went over like the first thing is like just recognizing if it's working for you and if this is sustainable for you and if you are happy with this flow. And then two is just to kind of do like a mindset checkpoint, a mindset audit. Like, how are you feeling about this? Because is it bringing up anything inside of you? Like, is it making you feel uncomfortable thinking about something different inside of your business? Right. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I, I think a lot of people just in general, not even just in this industry, but like in 2021, like the word hustle, like this hustle culture is like thrown in your face all the time that, you know, if you're not working, working, working and working more than 40 hours a week, that like somehow that makes you like either less of a hard worker or like less successful when in reality, one, there are ways to work smarter and not harder. And 
from a financial standpoint, still continue making what you are making financially, but in a way that's not sacrificing like your mental health and your happiness. Because like you're saying, eventually, like there's going to come a time where if you're just going, 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 you are going to resent what you're doing. You are going to feel burnt out. And there's a possible chance that you won't want to be in this industry at all anymore. Um, so I think that is just, it. that is the biggest part is really thinking about right now where you are in your business. Like, am I happy with the way that things are going? Because for some people, double booking works. Some people like live and breathe and die by it and wouldn't want it any other way. And that's totally fine if that works for, you know, your lifestyle and personality. But maybe for somebody else who, you know, wants more of that work-life balance without having to, you know, sacrifice their mental health or sacrifice their finances, like there are ways to do it. And I, I think it's sad when people kind of argue the opposite that you can't have both of those things because like you said I see it at salt hair every day that everybody has that balance there and that makes me so happy coming from you know from a client standpoint of not only as a client do I feel taken care of when I'm sitting in one of their chairs um, but also they're just like happy human beings <laughs> because they have that balance like you could tell when you walk in that they're not frazzled and trying to rush and worrying about their next client like it's just a very peaceful environment and that also like you said it, it rubs off on your clients whatever energy that you're putting out there you're gonna receive and then give back out so I like what you said though in terms of it doesn't work for everybody because there are personalities out there and I want to I want to honor both sides too right because both are very important some people do really, really well with double booking, maybe because they've already hired an assistant and their flow works really well. And if that is working for you, then that is incredible. What we want for at Salt Society and, and how we want to help facilitate people is we don't say that we're not going to help serve the people who are like double booking and that like having an assistant, like we want to even, we want to enhance your career even more. But if you're the type of person who also doesn't necessarily want to um, have an employee or, or be managing another person to manage your, to help manage your clients. And then to also have all those personalities, like you want it just be you and that one-on experience. That's amazing too. And one size does not fit all for this industry. And that is the beautiful thing about this industry is that you have the creative freedom to run your business the way that you want to experience this job, the way that you want to, and still reach massive success. And the, the, the reality of it, is that you are, you have the support from us either way. And we're not saying that double booking is bad. We're not saying that double back, double booking is good. We're saying that it's essentially neutral. So one thing that I was always taught um, when I went to school for NLP for mindset was that everything that you experience is inherently neutral and you give it the meaning. So you either make it good or you make it bad. Everything that we experience is an opportunity to learn and to grow. Everyone that you meet is inherently a teacher um, to help us expand and to grow. And that's what we like to do at Salt Society is to really allow you to see this perspective different. Because I, I mean, Sarah, honestly, I, 
all the time. And the most thing that I hear is like, I feel stuck. I feel burnt out. I can't see another way out of this. And then we work with, with so many incredible people and we're able to shift their perspective on like a, a, from the brain first, because that's the most important is the way you think about things is the way that you're going to see them. And if there's an opportunity to think differently about them and, and approach it differently, then you're going to feel different about it. And when you feel different about it, most likely you're going to have more fun in your job. And then being able to see the shift and then helping and then seeing them become massively profitable on top of being hella joyful. Like there's nothing better than like loving what you do and like leaving and not feeling like a robot. Oh my God. Seriously. It's the best. So I would say, Sarah, leaning over into my first question. So like financially, right? So for those people who maybe are double booking that no longer want to double book and maybe want to really ensure that they're not taking a hit financially, what would you suggest for them to start with? Yeah, I mean, I think really understanding your numbers and where your income is currently coming from. So really taking a look at your current clientele and figuring out, okay, like this percentage of my clientele, like this percentage of my income is coming from let's just say like root touch-ups. This is coming from creative services. This is coming from cutting. And then kind of figuring out, okay, well, this is the direction that I want to go into. So for example, if you want to spend more time doing creative color and these larger services that are also going to you know, benefit you greatly financially because they're just naturally higher priced, how do I shift my clientele to be more of that person? Um, and that, I mean, again, it doesn't happen overnight. Like when Saul opened, like you were taking root touch-ups and even some men's haircuts. And then eventually over time, it was like, okay, well, we're booked out this far. Like we have a wait list of people that are interested in the type of work that, you know, the stylists really want to do. Like, how do we start maneuvering and, sh and shifting these services and, and the stylist schedules to accommodate more of those people. And I think that's why it's become so successful because our stylists are doing the type of work that they want to do that are just naturally a higher price ticket item. Um, and they can really just focus on that one person at a time and elevating each client experience, which is only going to help you justify your pricing. And that's the other part that lead it, that it's led into when it comes to this is um, once you've kind of solidified what those services are that you want to do, figuring out, okay, well, this is how much I need to make an hour doing these services to still be making the same amount of money that I'm making now, um, which can, can definitely be done. We have a ton of tools to help with that. Um, but that's, I think those are the two main things are, are figuring out what, well, three, figuring out what your current clientele consists of figuring out what type of services you really want to focus on and then how much of that do you need to do in order to continue making the same amount, if not more in your business with doing them. Yeah, I think that, well, those are, those are great first steps. And I, I, I don't know if I mentioned this uh, on any podcast or if anyone, I don't think I ever have on, on the hair goals podcast, but I'm a very intuitive person, which means I 
get these little downloads from the universe and these little things just pop into my head all the time. And I really want to share this because this is coming through so much for me right now. It's all I'm hearing is like, but I live in a small town. There's no way that people would pay these prices. Well, salt does all of these incredible things. There's no way that I could do that. And, you know, well, what about me? Like there's, I, I, I don't feel good charging that. Like, these are all the thoughts that I'm like, think that are coming through right now. And if that was one of those thoughts that popped up for you, like I'm, <laughs> I'm channeling you right now, but I, I want you to know that those are just thoughts and not truth. You perceive them as truth, but just because you live in a small town doesn't mean people wouldn't want to pay your prices. Um, and I think it's important to not generalize an entire group of people and and assume that you know what their priority is of, of what they want to pay um, or what they make for income. You know, to not, you know, our perspective of money doesn't belong in this situation. And it's important to think about one, how do I want to serve the people that I care about? How can I make them feel beautiful? And it does not, and, and how are my prices A, in line with what my overhead is and B, um, what I want to make, right? So think about those things, but also try to notice the thoughts that are popping up for you. And like, while we're talking about this topic, because those thoughts are the first thing that's going to hold you back from actually experiencing a different way of doing your job, uh, because it's all possible, right? And, and the truth of it is too, is that when I went out on my own, I'm in a small town too, and I could have approached my color process in the same way where I was like, well, you know, people will probably not pay it. But honestly, I thought I have so much to offer. And that was just because I believed in myself, but it took a long time to get there. But I believed that I had something to offer. I believed that I loved what I did and I loved creating. Um, and people traveled all over. And it wasn't because I had a platform because I didn't at the time. I literally did not have a platform at the time at all. So I can't even say that was, that was the reason why. Like, oh, well, you know, you have a platform, people found you there. Like, that's not the case. Like, it was referrals. I mean, people like told their aunt out in this place and that place and they all came in and it was incredible. And they were paying me a lot of money and it was incredible. So I don't want you to let the limiting ideas hold you back from changing your business in the most positive way. Um, that was just my rant. So thank you for holding on to that. <laughs> no, that's super important. I think the first, the first step is mindset. It's understanding that you are worth that amount of money um, to charge that amount, regardless of whatever that amount is. Um, and then from there, figuring out a strategy on how to get yourself from point A of feeling like I need to double book and do all of these things in order to make this amount of money to let me like slow down and actually feel like really good about the work I'm doing, be able to spend more time with my clients, really build those great relationships and just feel like mentally you're in a better space than you were prior to that. Yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's important too to when you're thinking about double booking and thinking about all these things. One thing that I really encourage almost every I mean, basically every human on the planet, but hairstylists in particular, to 
limit when you're thinking about changing anything in your business, whether it be double booking, whether it be raising your prices, whether it be elevating, even just energetically showing up more available for your clients, you know, showing up in different ways in terms of like, just making sure that your tools are different or making or clean and that you're showing up like really available for your clients. Um, any changes that you're doing um, are going to feel different in your body and they're going to feel different energetically for you. So what that means is that whenever you're doing anything different, any changes that you're making are going to feel temporarily a little bit uncomfortable. And when that happens, the scary thoughts start to go off. And that's just the brain's natural way of like sending an alarm system. So if you start feeling a little bit of discomfort in changing, if you feel a little discomfort in doing something new, just try to sink into your safe place of keeping the opinions of others out and being able to find your community come onto the Facebook page. We have so many people here to support you that are all trying to do the same exact thing that you are and just really cultivating the best environment for, the, for themselves and the longevity of their business. So just be aware of those thoughts that pop up, a little bit of discomfort in the change. It's all very normal. Your brain is just making sure that you're safe. You are, I promise. <laughs> And that anything that arises within your business behind the chair, or whether even be just technique-based wanting to elevate in that area, like we're here to support you through that. And we want to make sure that you're creating the most purpose-driven, you know, successful business uh, for you independently, because your business doesn't look like anyone else's business behind the chair. And when I say your business behind the chair, I mean your job, right? Because you could say, oh, well, I'm not a renter or I don't own a salon, but like your job behind the chair is still your business, right? You're still your own personal brand. You still show up on behalf of these clients every single day. Like that is your business. So that's kind of what I mean by that. But Sarah, I'd love to be able to kind of help guide anyone who's listening, who's really interested in taking this next step of just like breaking it down and saying like, okay, this isn't serving me anymore. I really feel it's possible for me. I want to take my next first step. What would you say is their first step and where sure. can they go? Sure. So we actually have created um, this financial breakdown, which is basically starting with what your ideal goal financially is to make in a year. And when you follow all the steps, by the end of this breakdown, you will figure out the exact amount that your business, whether it be your salon, if you're a renter, if you're a commission stylist, it's going to tell you an hourly rate of what your business needs to bring in in order for you to meet that goal. And I think that's where, when I was saying before, you know, figuring out the types of services that you want to offer and and figuring out what the price point is that you feel, again, I don't want to say that you feel worth worth it. We're hoping that you feel more than worth what you're charging people. Um, but it, it's going to help you figure out, okay, well, this is how many of these services that I need to do an hour or a day to make up for, you know, possibly not having to double book anymore, at least in this particular um situation that we're talking about right now. So we do have that formulation breakdown guide. Um, and then we also do offer one-on-one, -on -one, um, one hour strategy calls. So if this is something that you were interested in, where you wanted to go over the, your finances with us 
and kind of have more of a strategic plan to get you from point A to point B. We're, you know, obviously so happy to help you do that. Um, we also have a ton of other free resources around this topic. So between blog posts, um, Instagram posts, all of those things, um, you can always reach out to us via DM or email too with any questions that you have about this topic. I think I did a did a poll on our Instagram account the other day about double booking and just to get a feel for how many people were still doing this. And it was actually really interesting that the majority of people who said they weren't double booking anymore was because of COVID. Because during COVID, they've it's forced them to take that step back and only be able to take one client at a time. And they've realized, wow, like, not only do I feel better because I'm not, I get to actually have a break um, in between my clients, but there are other ways for me to make up that revenue without having to kill myself. Um, so this is, you know, we do offer a ton of, a ton of different options for you to help you kind of figure out how to get from that point A to point B, if you're feeling like you're ready to do that in your current situation. Yeah, I think this is the perfect first step um, on top of um, really analyzing your thought process during this. Like it's a, it's a twofold thing, right? Especially when you're like, if you have any um, uh, concerns around, um, you know, what's it called? If you have concerns around raising your prices or anything like that, like we have so much guidance and so much support within our business to help you through that. So this is definitely the first step in terms of strategy, in terms of the other 80%, which is your mindset, because 20% is strategy, 80% is the way that you think about it. I really want you today to like, just be able to kind of like do something that makes you feel really energized and really fueled with fun because having a really good balance of fun and strategy is going to just make this process feel a little bit more enjoyable. Don't focus so much on the doing, doing, doing all the time because it's going to, it's going to make you feel like you don't have as much real estate up in your, in your head as you need to. And the process um, can be easy if we go in with the intention of it being easy. So something that I say a lot um, is show me how this can be easy. Just say that out loud to yourself. Show me how this can be easy. Show me how this can be fun and watch the magic unfold. Watch the people that start coming into your life. Watch the support that starts to come in and watch the, the boundaries and walls that you've built up start to crumble. And you'll all of a sudden just feel different because the truth of the matter is, is that you have the support, you have everything you need, and it's all at your fingertips. You just have to make the choice to say yes. So making the choice is number one, saying, yes, this no longer serves me, and I'm ready to be brave and step into my power and start looking for support. And here we are willing to support you. Go have some fun. Say out loud, show me how this can be easy or show me how this can be fun. And then go ahead and start working on the financial part. And if you need support, we're here to help you. Um, we have everything inside of the show notes for you. We'll put a couple additional um, mindset support things in there too, to help you balance out the process. So the strategy can feel really fun. Uh, feel free to join our community. We do lots of giveaways and challenges and just lots of support just to make you feel really heard and seen and loved through this process. Um, 
And yeah, so we're looking forward to um, hearing from you. If you ever have any questions, feel free to DM us too. We're here to support. Um, but other than that, Sarah, do you have any last final words for all of our love bugs on the other end? Just say you could do anything you put your mind to. So if this is something that you're really looking to change within your business, like we're here to help support you do that. And it's definitely possible because I've seen it. Oh <laughs> yeah, it is possible. It's all possible. It's so good. All right. Thank you, Sarah, for uh, joining on the podcast. And thank you to the lovely soul on the other side listening. Um, we'll see you on the, on the flippity flop. <laughs> Bye.